the Skit Guys Podcast, starring Tommy Woodard and Eddie James. And now, two guys who knew Bigfoot before he got all super famous and stopped returning their calls, the Skit Guys. Woohoo! Yay! Oh my goodness! This is why we do podcasts. Woohoo! Okay, start. Okay, this is this is the this is the Valentine's podcast, right? right? So give us a song. Let's start off with something that feels very love oriented. Uh, Love, exciting and new. Oh yeah! Come aboard! Come on aboard! We're expecting you. You've been expected. <laughs> and love. Let me tell you something. It won't hurt anymore. It doesn't hurt anybody, baby. <laughs> it's an open shore. That, that shore's flows, open. <laughs> that flows back to you. Unless unless it never loved you, and then it, it doesn't matter that it's gone. It, it doesn't need to come back. You need to That's let that right. go, right? <laughs> It was never yours to hold on to if it doesn't come That's back. right. That just becomes baggage, kids. That becomes baggage on the love boat. And nobody needs that kind of baggage. Nobody needs the love the baggage. boat is for happiness and joy. That's right. Captain Doc's there. Captain Stubing. Oh, he's blinding us with his head. <laughs> but thank goodness he rescued his niece, Vicky, who lives oh. on the boat. And Vicky does a great job. <laughs> Poor Vicky. Poor. Think about Vicky's life. She's a little kid when she enters the love boat. That's true. And it does, it's not like she gets to go back to shore. Captain no. Steubing just adopts her, and she lives on the boat. She's she's growing up on a boat, <laughs> and not just any boat. The love a boat. love boat. <laughs> <laughs> love boat. Oh, the love yeah, boat. That was the love boat was like Tinder before it existed. Yes, it was. You, just had, to, you had to go to the boat. You had to you swipe left. Right. And, and get on the boat. Right. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's interesting. That well, Podians, we wanted to say hello to you. This is our official love podcast. This is our Valentine's podcast. I'm Isaac, and on the podcast with me is my friend Gopher. <laughs> hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to snap my fingers and point at you. <laughs> uh, I always thought it was interesting. Gopher was a yeoman purser smith. Wow, why do you know that term? Because that's what Gopher's title was, Yeoman Purser Smith. Which means, really, he's kind of a gopher. He's a gopher, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So uh, our love podcast is brought uh, brought to you by... Who's our love broadcast <laughs> brought to you by today? The Skit Guys Love Podcast is sponsored by Gravy Train. <laughs> the next time your dog's hungry, gravy, gravy, gravy it up. Gravy, gravy it up. I just saw that. I just saw that little. Remember, it was, <laughs> it was, the it chuck was a wagon. little wagon, little yeah. chuck wagon. Yeah. <laughs> gravy, gravy, gravy it up. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What other food is uh, exemplified with love? What What would you think of when you think of love? <laughs> what other food do you think of? <laughs> Pizza? Pizza. Right? Like, like if you're going out for romantic dinner, what, what would you go eat for love? For a uh, uh, love Valentine's Day dinner. Uh, no, steak would be too heavy. Yeah, Michael Scott would say something very light that doesn't have a lot of spices. <laughs> no, 
Michael Scott would eat tons of pizza or pasta, yeah. pasta <laughs> with with really white, uh, creamy uh, Alfredo sauce. <laughs> That's what he would do. And lots of bread rolls. <laughs> oh, do you? It is you- funny. It is funny that like Valentine's Day, as with every holiday, has become about food. Like, where are you going to go? Yeah. We'll go get something good to eat tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Where's one of your places you and Angie like to go? Buddy, I am probably on the list of romantic people. I'm not on there. Um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make that list. I uh, I have a history with my wife of not making reservations for Valentine's Day. And yeah. so there's been times that we one year ended up in a uh, restaurant in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, with a guy playing the synthesizer. Um, I ended up at a, uh, a a chain Mexican restaurant where mostly old people go eat. So they had openings later, like, you know, around six or seven because the older people had already eaten and left. Uh, so I, I don't really have a good track record. How about you? Do That's you guys nice. have a go-to place? That's nice, buddy. That's really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, you know... We have a little restaurant up the street here called Frankie's that I just oh it's just that's your kind, place that's kind of our place so yeah Steph you just usually you know she doesn't like I don't think romantic dinners are her thing right right nothing wrong with that nothing buddy. wrong with that no it's not just, nothing not, wrong with yeah, that yeah it's just not her thing like that's no. not uh, like that doesn't um, as far as the woo is concerned, there's no woo in a romantic dinner for Steph. So, yeah, you know, don't yeah. don't don't try to wine me and dine me. Just right. the proof is in the pudding. Right, right, right. Which I make, I make, <laughs> I make pudding. Yeah. Right, I make pudding. Yeah, when I come home for Valentine's Day, I, I make pudding. Chocolate Good pudding. banana pudding ah, and chocolate. Uh, oh, chocolate. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I stick it in the fridge and then put Cool Whip on top, and you know, we Fantastic. all we all get around as a family and just eat chocolate pudding, and that's maybe take some raspberries or strawberries and make a heart in the top of them. <laughs> no, no, because yeah. really, it's like you said, the proof is in the pudding, right? Right. It's in the pudding. It's in the pudding. Um, hey, you got any uh, stories of like when you were a kid? Um, you know, like a first love story where you were like, oh man, like tons. Yeah. Tons. My life is one epic love fail after another. Well, give give me one. Oh, oh, what about, um, when you're at the dance in the eighties, when you're at the dance and you asked another, you're with a girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My freshman year, freshman year. I get invited to the Sadie Hawkins dance. That's mm-hmm. where the girl invites the guy, mm-hmm. right? Invited to the Sadie Hawkins dance by a, a young lady named Allison. Sweet lady. Uh, Salt or, of at the At that earth. time, a girl. Salt of the Beautiful girl. Would go on to be like, you know, beauty beauty queen, you know? Um, and so, I'm, yeah, she's a sophomore. I'm a freshman. You know, I'm like, okay, great, you know? You're- Neither one of us were old enough to drive yet, though. So, her sister drove us to the dance and dropped us off. So that would be a real, in, in most people's worlds, that would be a really good thing. Fantastic, right? Sophomore, you're a freshman. She's yeah. going to go on to win beauty pageants. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, most of the guys were jealous of me. Right, right, right. But the heart wants what the heart wants, not what the heart has, right? I guess so. I guess I'm kind of following. 
So there was another girl oh. who I had fallen in love with. Fallen in right? love. Puppy love. It was puppy love, but I was a freshman. I was a puppy, you know? And so uh, while we're at the dance, I'm dancing with this one girl, but I'm thinking about this other girl who's also at the dance. She came with a friend. She's just hanging out, you know? So 80s. Such an 80s scene. So 80s. The, the music is playing. Is playing. Oh, oh yeah. synthesizers play. Probably Air Supply womp, is going. Womp, you know. Womp, womp, and womp. So we're sitting there dancing, and I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I've oh, got. Yeah, that's huh? Ario Speedwagon. I can't fight this feeling anymore. Right, but right. It, the feelings were not for Allison. Right. So here's what I do. I've got to take care of this situation. I've got to be. I've got to man up, Eddie. I've got to man up about this. You got to have right? full integrity. Full integrity and go be with the woman I love. Because right? this isn't like modern day where you just have a, like a cell phone and text that person going, right. hey, I want to break up. Right? I can't text her. I no. can't text her. You okay. Gotta, yeah. So I grab her by the hand. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we walk outside of the dance area where mm. some other people are, mm-hmm. including a friend of mine named Rob. Mm-hmm. And I, we walk over to where Rob is and I put her hand in Rob's hand. And like every good man would do, I look at Rob and say to him, hey, would you explain things to Allison? I, I got to go. And I walk away because Rob knows the whole story. So Rob wow. proceeds to explain to Allison that I like someone else. Wow. Yeah. I am a classy man, Eddie James. Oh, my goodness, Tommy Woodard. You are classy. You're classy. So, You're so classy. So it's a, a good John Hughes film. I walk back into the area where everybody's dancing. Yeah. And there stands my Molly Ringwall, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By herself. Yeah. Don't I, you forget walk, about me. I walk over. Don't and you. And I say to her, would you like to dance? She smiles and says, yes. We walk out on the dance floor and immediately the theme song to Endless Love begins to play. Bump, bump. Bum, 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 bum. Two hearts, two hearts that beat as one. My life has just begun. Oh, is it love? Let's be gone. My first love. So then, so, you know, the rest of the dance is fantastic, you know. And then it comes to the end of the dance. Yeah. And Allison comes back up. Oh. And you can, as she walks up, you can kind of hear behind her. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Right, right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, a rabbit's gonna die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. Can I help you? And she's like, my sister's here to take us home. <laughs> oh. Okay. So we go get in so her sister's. She's car. acting like nothing ever happened. Oh, like nothing ever happened. We get in her sister's car. We start to drive. They're supposed to be taking me home. And she looks at me and goes, "Would you like to go get some ice cream?" <laughs> <laughs> and I say, no, thank you. I need to get home now. <laughs> That's awesome. She's playing. She's playing like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. Oh, Crazy. Crazy. I don't even know what the Pottings is thinking right now. Well, they're thinking I'm a huge disappointment. <laughs> and, and, 
And they would be exactly. That's exactly right. But what about you? Do you have any of those well, cool stories? Before I tell a story, it is uh, we're obligated. We have another sponsor uh, <laughs> break right here that we have to do a little pitch for. So who's the next sponsor, Tommy? Who do we have that's sponsoring this? You know, NPR and all the big all the bigwig podcasts. They have like you know just. Just really cool pod uh, people to sponsor. We do not. Who, who, no, we do not. Who's uh, tell our audience who's sponsoring? Uh, who's another one of our sponsors for our love podcast? <laughs> <laughs> the next part of the podcast is sponsored by Wendy's. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Wendy's. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> You just did. Where's the beef? <laughs> oh, those were the best. Oh, oh, we've got another sponsor that just uh, that just signed on. Um, oh, who's that, Ed? It's uh, it's uh, this is interesting. A Gable's hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> yeah, a company named Gable. Gable's hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> Well, with that, why don't you tell us your story? <laughs> oh, Gable's hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> when you got a bump on the rump, Gable's hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> okay, true story. Uh, Eddie the Jerk James. This was uh, this was this was classic. Eddie, Eddie. the Jerk James. Potty, what's, potty, it's what you need to know about the former me. Tommy, you can back. I had a full head of hair. Full head of hair. I was good Tony Danza, who's the boss Who's hair. the boss? I was a good looking kid. Um, Just Google Tony Danza, who's the boss, and that is Eddie's hair. That, that was my hair. That was my hair. Yeah. Uh, that was the picture I used when I ran for um, vice president of the senior class was a Tony Danza picture where he's pointing on uh, like to the audience on a magazine, and I cut that out and I printed that up, and it was Eddie wants you to vote. Wow. For yeah. Anyway. And you won. I won. I won. Yeah. Um, I was going to prom. I was a senior. No, junior. I was a junior. I was a junior. I asked a sophomore to the prom that year. Uh, she worked at the grocery store that I worked at, and she worked in the bakery. And, um, I don't know why, I don't really know why I asked her to go to prom, but you know, I was like, Hey, you want to go to prom? So she said, yes, she was very smitten. She was very like excited. And so we started, you know, hanging out, you know, and uh, the more and more we hung out, I just realized I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to prom with her. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go. I don't, I don't want to go to prom. But you don't have that option. You already ask. Right. Well, 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 you think, well, you think, right, right. She got her dress. I met mom and dad. We oh, had dinner with mom is, and dad. This is not going to go well for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm a junior in high school. She's a sophomore. I mean, like, like we, you know, we've watched, we've watched, um, I think we watched Ferris Bueller on VHS together. I mean, you oh. know, I've hung out at her house and the whole time it really is that thing. I get in my car and go, I don't want to be here. But I, but I'm so much of a people pleaser, and I can't. I don't even. I don't even have the backbone to have a Rob to put her hand in a Rob's hand. And go, hey Rob, just tell her, right? So I just right. keep doing it and play. That's the that's the right thing to do. I don't know. It's the codependent thing to do, right? I guess. <laughs> yes. So, 
so I realize I don't like her. I realize I'm going to go to prom with her. I don't want to do that. It's my junior. Like, then I get all selfish and entitled. What's my junior year? I only have Buddy, right? Right? So I hear it's about a lot this. Of, hey, it's a lot of money you're spending on prom. A lot of, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 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 Um, Not like she didn't spend a lot buying a dress. Right? Right. So we decide, you and I are going to go to prom together, Right. Oh, it's that year. It's That's that right. Year. I forgot about that. Uh, I mean, I we're going to double date. Ends. We're going to double yeah. date. You already have a prom date. It's a better way to put it. Yeah. Right. Right. You already have a prom date, but we're going right. to we're going to hang out that night. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm just going. Well, I don't know if and and here. Okay. Here's where it makes it a little bit more. Okay. You're taking Stacy Bell to prom that year. Right. Right. And she's right. in my grade. Right. Stacy's one of my best friends. We do a skit called Dennis, uh, original masterpiece. If you want right. to see a picture of Stacy, she's my best friend since seventh grade. So I know she's going with you. Right. And I know that if I take this girl, this sophomore to prom, Stephanie won't be judge. Uh, uh, Stacy won't be judging me, but no, I, I know I'll just be embarrassed because Stacy will just be going. Why did you, you know, like, what were you thinking? Like, I know you don't like this girl, Eddie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I hear through the grapevine that there's a senior mm, that didn't mm, go to prom her mm, junior year. So. This part of the story is sponsored by California Raisins. Sorry. I heard through the grapevine that this girl does not have a date to prom. It's her senior year, and she did not go her junior year. I. And a sweet girl. Sweet nice girl. girl. Right. I'm going to ask her to prom. Well, why shouldn't? You've already got one date. Might as well <laughs> right? get two. Yeah. Right. And I really am thinking, well, could I could I take them both and just yes. put them on opposite sides of the gym, the ballroom? No. <laughs> no, there is no polygamy at the prom. So I, I go ahead and I ask her. She says yes. Uh-oh. Now I've got two dates to the prom. <laughs> So now I'm forced. Now it's not like, oh, I don't want to. I'm forced. I have to do this. So I break up with the girl yes. a week before prom. You are evil. I mean, there was a little bit of time, but I just I just tarried. I didn't even do that. And so a week before prom, knowing that I have to because I can't take two people, right? Right. So I uh, I break up with her. I feel so great. I'm going to take this other girl. I feel like I'm doing, you know, I'm 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 the noble knight. Um, three days before prom, I get out of my car and I have all these books in my hand. Okay, I'm walking to my house. Yeah. And I drop. I mean, it's like a scene out of a movie. I drop my books. They're all over the grass. I've bent down to pick him up and I hear a screech. <laughs> I hear this car screeching <laughs> up to the curb. And it's, it's the mafia. It's the other girl. And <sighs> she gets out of the car and I'm, I'm on the ground. Okay. Oh, no. And she rushes up to me. And so I, I'm already in a submissive stance, right? Yeah. And yeah, she, you're toast. she is powering over me going, nobody, nobody breaks up with anybody a week before prom. Nobody does that. How, you know, and just calling me every name in the book. She was so mad. And I'm like on my knees with books in my hand. And she's just reading me the what for. <sighs> The, one of our neighbors is outside spreading dirt in her grass in her front yard. She was this big country bumpkin lady. So the girl I broke up with who just t- gave me the right act drives off 
And all I Ugh. see as the car pulls away is my neighbor just cackling. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Oh, Eddie. <sighs> so. Fantastic. So, yeah. Can I, can I let you in on a little something? Sure. I did the exact same thing my junior year. You did? Yeah. Two dates? Yeah. Had to break up. Well, I didn't have two dates. That was a little presumptuous of you. (laughs) I did break up with my prom date, like the maybe a week or two, maybe two weeks before the prom. She already had her dress and everything. You got to do what you got to do, buddy. Got to do what you got to do. Hey, um, the skit guys are jerks. They are jerks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the double date that I went on a double date and you went on? No, no. You went on a date. I went on a date. And it was, we, we decided, we decided. Oh yeah. Hey, I'll meet you at Pizza Hut and we'll yep. act like it's a surprise. What are you doing here? <laughs> and both girls were like, you guys are dorks. You, you guys yep. planned this. What? No, no. But we yep. really just wanted to hang out with each other. <laughs> yes. Which is the truth Which, of all, the, for all of life. Oh, that's so funny. Um, well, we asked our audience uh, some love stories, um, some, you know, if they had any love stories that they would call significant and uh, special to them. You want to read some of those real quick? Let's read them. Hey, and then we should end the po- the podcast with uh, a love story about our wives. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So do we need a sponsor for this next group? Yeah, we need a sponsor for the uh, reading of the love stories. Yeah. yeah, this this is actually a good sponsor for this. Okay, okay. Love stories <laughs> on the Skit Guys podcast is brought to you by Double Mint Gum. Oh. Double your pleasure, <laughs> double your fun with Double Mint, Double Mint, Double Mint Gum. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. That's really good. <sighs> you want to lead off? Yeah, I'll do one. Um, do one. Uh, Leah says this about her parents. My dad is very dot, 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 eccentric in the way he shows his love. When when he and mom were first dating, she asked him for flowers for Valentine's Day. He took that request and ran a little too far with it. On Valentine's Day, he had his nephew deliver a bouquet to mom's office. It was a bouquet of bouquet, bouquet of dead flowers and weeds sprayed with stink spray. He also attached a note that said, you're something that never should have happened. <laughs> You'd even make your grandma sick. What? You'd poison a blind man's dog and steal his cane. You'd gift wrap a, you'd, you'd gift, you'd gift wrap a leper and mail it to your Aunt Jane. You'd even force a diabetic a candy cane. And those are some of the many reasons why I love you. <laughs> Mom was embarrassed to receive it, but she continued to go out with them. 30 years later, they're still together. I feel so much better about myself right (laughs) Right? Just not just going to dinner at six. Yeah. Oh, Leah, that's fantastic. Eccentric was not the word I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I thought, wow. Cray, cray. Cray, cray. Thank you. Okay, well, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Keturah uh, tells the story of her grandma 
Uh, she said that her grandma was hanging out with her friends many years ago, just having a good time, you know. And she noticed this guy just like listening and taking notice of her. So she, you know, had a little weary eye on him. She's keep grandma's keeping her eye on this guy. Mm. This is long before she's a grandma. Grandma's a young lady at this point, right? So they continue to enjoy the evening. Eventually, they decide to leave. Well. When they started to leave, this guy came out with her just at a distance and kind of made her a little uncomfortable or whatever. So she kind of rushed to her car, hopped in and drove off only to find out that this guy who was kind of following her hops in his car and starts to follow her in his car. Mm. Well, apparently... Uh, Katura's grandma was rather spunky. She wanted to know what the issue was, so she just pulls her car over, gets out. The guy pulls up behind her, and she demands to know what's up. Why is this guy following me? What's up with this creep? Well, it turns out she left her purse behind, and he had followed her to give it to her. And two weeks later, they got married. Mm. Two wow. weeks later. Wow. Buddy, there's no purpose for a long engagement. Wow, 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 wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Here's another one. Susan says, I always knew my parents loved each other. My mom was the giving one in the marriage. Dad was clueless in many ways. He also blamed... Oh, that's like my marriage. Right? Yeah. He also blamed others for losing things only he would touch. I'm sorry, but in a house full of females who are not interested in engines, you're the one who lost your tools. My mom got <laughs> Alzheimer's. My dad started oh. taking responsibility for his stuff. He even had patience when she cleaned up by putting mail in weird places where I wouldn't, where it wouldn't be found for months. Who thinks to check purses she hasn't used in years? Now he gets her up, dresses her, does all the cooking, feeds her, takes at least mm. an hour for each meal, cooks, does laundry, cleans the house. He has a great attitude and says it is a privilege to take care of the kindest, most loving person he knows. Ooh. Wow. Oh. oh. Susan's dad makes me want to be a better man. Oh. oh. No question. Wow. That's a beautiful love story. Mm. Yes. That is fantastic. You got another one? Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Carrie. Yeah. Carrie says, uh, I tend to roll my eyes at my husband and his jokes. I love him. I really do. But I have lifetime friends from church who are part of my village. Uh, just celebrated 50 years together. He looks like Walter Matthau and Mr. Bean. <laughs> had a baby who's just as funny in the same ways. She looks more like Elizabeth Taylor and was also my high school English teacher. She still laughs at him hard. My husband's funny too, but I have to keep the big Pollock humble. You know? Love. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's nice. That's nice. Yep. Carrie gives two sides of it, right? You can spend 50 years together and still laugh at each other, or you can just keep each other humble. I love it. I love it. You got a you got a story about uh, you and your bride. You got a kind of a funny story about you and your bride. When you you know like a when you first got married story. You know. Oh well, I would say right before we got married. Uh, in fact, um, I was I uh, had just uh, finished up my last thing I had to do before I graduated was an improv class in college. Oh, so hey, by the way. Yeah. The yeah. uh, personal stories are brought to you by Gold Bonds uh, Foot Cream. Can you go ahead and give them a, a, a little uh, a sponsor a sponsor <laughs> shout out, please, for the personal stories? Gold Bond Foot Cream, please. I was supposed to tell you that. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, we have to give these sponsors their, their due. 
Got it. Gold, mm. gold pod foot cream. True Life Stories with the Skit Guys <laughs> is sponsored by Gold Bond Foot Cream. <laughs> when that crack between your toes follows you everywhere you goes, get Gold Bond Foot Cream. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Okay, so back to my story. Uh, yep. Uh, so I had to do this improv show. That was the last thing I had to do to graduate from college. So we finished the show. It's like 10 o'clock at night, and I've got to drive down from Oklahoma City or from Edmond uh, down to Dallas, where I was just started serving as a youth pastor. It's a Saturday night, and Angie's with me, and we are driving her car down to Dallas with all my worldly possessions in it, okay? It's about a three and a half hour drive. So we start to drive. My wife, well, at that point, she's, she's my fiance. She uh, she falls asleep as soon as the car starts driving. She has motion-induced narcolepsy. Uh-huh. I realize that now. Uh-huh. Anyway, she's she falls asleep. We're driving. We drive like two hours. We're just passing Gainesville, Texas. And uh, it's it's late now. It's around midnight. And all of a sudden, the car breaks down. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, and she wakes up, and she's like, what's up? And I was like, something's wrong with your car. And she's like, are you out of gas? And I was like, no. And I was totally out of gas. And so we're sitting there, and I don't know what to do because nobody has a cell phone. I mean, rich people did, and they were giant, like the size of a car battery, you know. But we didn't have a cell phone or anything. So now I'm in, in this this place. I've got to figure out what to do. And so I can either leave all my worldly possessions, right? Like me, me and my fiance can now walk to a gas station to get gas and leave all of my worldly possessions and her car on the side of the road. But that's not a good idea because somebody will steal my stuff. So then I'm thinking, well, I could leave her with my stuff and go get gas, but that's scary. So then I'm thinking what I should do is I'll stay and protect my stuff and she can go get gas, but she didn't want to do that. So I decide, oh, Captain Smart here, all right? I decide I will push the car to the next gas station. So she hops in the driver's seat, puts it in neutral, and I start pushing the car. You're pushing the car. I am pushing the car. A little Pontiac Sunbird. I'm pushing it. First mile or so, I'm singing. I'm singing praise songs. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Mm. I'm just getting. It's all good, man. You're, you're We're in love do this. too, right? And I'm in love. Yeah. I can do anything. I'm in love. You know. So I'm pushing the car. Second mile, I'm now kind of like, Lord, give me strength. You can help me do this. I can do this. Third mile. I've now confessed all the sins that I have done. <laughs> I'm asking God why he's cursing me. <laughs> Job had it easier than me. I'm pushing about three, three and a half miles. Like it's no joke. I look over the side of the road three. and I said out loud to my to my then uh, fiance, my now wife, I say, sweetheart, look out. There's giant dogs to the other side of the road. She looks out there and corrects me and says, oh, no, Tommy, those are horses. And I, I look again and I'm like, oh, oh, those are horses. We're safe. We're safe. Three and a half yeah. miles you've been pushing a car with, with your wife and your belongings yeah. in it. All, all my belongings, yes. Crazy. I finally, we finally see a gas station. I pushed it. I actually clocked it just the other day. I was driving down by it and uh, it was four, four and a half miles. Get out. A little over four and a half miles. I pushed the car. With all my worldly possessions. At, at what time at night was this? 
Uh, by then it was two thirty. Oh I my think. goodness! Yeah. Oh my goodness! So yeah, I walk in. I, I put gas in the car. I barely can walk. I walk in. The guy there <laughs> working there looks at me and he's like, "Did you run out of gas?" <laughs> I was like, "Nah, I just want a little exercise." That's awesome. That's a good story. It's a good story. Good story. And she still married me. Amen. So she knew what she was getting. She knew what she was getting into. Okay, you got a fiance story. I'll give you a newlywed story. Okay. All right. We uh been married maybe uh I don't know how long we've been married. Um maybe it's really not a newly how long is newlywed? Six months? Yeah. Okay, this would probably be a year and a half into our marriage. Um, yeah, it's still pretty close. Still, still pretty close. close. Very new. Very new. Um, yes. We lived in California for a little bit. We moved back to Texas. Okay. So we're in this townhouse, and I decide, and we're, I'm about 31 years old. I, I decide I'm going to go for a jog. So I, you know, tell my wife, hey, babe, I'm going to go for a run. All right. I'm going to go for <laughs> yeah. a run. Uh, so I'm stretching. Huh? And my stomach does something like, like, like that, you know, but I'm 31. I ignore that. I'm like, whatever. I'm going to go for my three mile run. Right. Ain't nobody going to stop. Ain't nobody, my body ain't going to stop me. Right. So I'm running about mile, mile. I'm feeling okay, but I could tell I should probably should have used the restroom, you know, um, mile and a half. <laughs> Mile and a half, okay, this isn't good. Mile, 1.75 miles, it's like my body went, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So, so now I'm running fast. Now I'm running fast because I'm like, I'm, I'm committed. I can't turn around, and I have about 1.25 miles to get back home. And so – I don't know, probably around 2.25, two and a half miles. I, uh, well, I, uh, well, I, I pooped out. <laughs> and, uh, so now, now it's the walk of shame, but it's like kind of a half of a speed walk because, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm a 31 year old man and I've pooped my pants. And, and I just need, no, I just need to get home. So I'm doing that speed walk and there's, you know, it's a Saturday morning. People are, you know, mowing their yard and washing their cars. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> Hey Randy, how are you? Hey, Hey Joe, that type of thing. And, and I get to my front door and I'm really praying, God, I pray that my wife, I pray that my bride, this one that thinks I am the knight in shining armor, let her, let her be on a mission trip. Um, to Guam or to in, anywhere besides this house. And, <laughs> Let her be gone on to Guam. And so I try to open up the door where it's real quiet. But you know those times when you want the door to open real quiet, it doesn't. And it's like it squeaks and squeals like it's a door from a, a haunted mansion on Scooby-Doo, you know. <laughs> you know, all that's not there is Scooby going, hey, Raggy. <laughs> hey, Scooby. <laughs> I open that door. And my wife is just so innocent. She has no idea what's going on. And she just asked me, hey, how, how was your jog? And I said, well, it, 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 it was more like the runs. And um, she, she's, she's curious. She's, she's confused. And then she sees what's happened. And, she's, and she, she said, oh, my, you, you idiot. You idiot. <laughs> 
And that was the first time she really called me that. And I've heard it before since then, but that was really kind of the, the introduction to the word. And, um, you know, there's times that she'll be like, I don't know what we're gonna, what's going to happen when you get older, you know, because you'll be, you know, running. So <laughs> lots of things. You know, the Bible says to forget the past. Here's what I know about that, that, that scripture, forgetting the past, forgetting what lies yeah. in the past and, you know, you know, pressing on toward the future. Every time to this day I go, Hey, I'm going to go for a, go for a jog. She'll say, did you use a restroom? And I'm like, nah. come on. That's almost 20 years ago. So anyway, that's, that's my, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Be like frozen and let it go. Or do like I did that day and let it go. Anyway, oh, that's my story. Let it go. Let it go. I'm sticking to it. So, you know, that's, that's our, that's our uh, love podcast right there. What do you think? Oh, and, and here's the truth about love. Yeah. Like, as humans, we're going to get it wrong in some way, mm-hmm. no matter how hard we try, you know? Um, I heard one say the other day, and I thought it was really beautiful. They were talking about John chapter 11. John chapter 11, of course, is the story of Lazarus. But at the very beginning of it, it's interesting. John chapter 11, verse 3, it says that uh, Lazarus's sisters, Mary and Martha, send word to Jesus. And this is what it says. It says, so the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. And it, they don't say, Lord, Lazarus is sick, or they don't say, Lord, our brother is sick. They say, Lord, the one you love is sick. And here's the truth, my friends, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, do you know what your name is? Your name is the one that the Lord loves. So as we go through this Valentine's season, maybe you could just tweak your prayers a little bit. And instead of saying, God, would you help me with this? Maybe you could say, Lord, would you help the one you love with this? Instead of saying, I don't feel well today, God, and I need some help. You might say, Lord, the one you love isn't feeling well today. So that as you go through the rest of this Valentine's season, you would be reminded that you are the one the Lord loves, that it's not about our love for him, our love for other people, but it's a fact that he loves you so much. Mm, that is a good word, my friend. That is a beautiful word. And that's sweet. I, I didn't make it up. That. I heard it and I loved it. Uh, I'm going to do that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's such a personal, beautiful way, intimate way to uh, talk to God and um, uh, a vulnerable. That's very vulnerable. Yeah. It's very vulnerable. Very, very vulnerable. And you, you know, it may be tough at first to say it because if we're honest, we don't always believe it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it would be interesting yeah. to see who could not, who would have trouble really saying, Lord, the one you love is hurting today. That Lord, the one you love is, is angry today. Lord, the one you love is very insecure today. Like that's, that's a fascinating, intimate way of uh, making Valentine's day so special. Yeah. So give it a shot, friends. I love it. I love it. Well, uh, that's the end of our podcast. And the uh, very end of the podcast is uh, <laughs> is uh, is sponsored by uh, is sponsored by uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Never mind. Sponsored by Pac-Man cereal. <laughs> by what? Pac-Man cereal. <laughs> Pac-Man cereal. Jolt Cola. Sponsored by Jolt Cola. Oh, I love Joe Cola. Mm. Uh, do they even make Joe Cola anymore? Buddy, I don't know. I'm going to try to find some. Talk about love. Get, get that and some high five to a drink with breakfast. <laughs> uh, 
Well, that is our uh, love podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope we've made you laugh a little bit and thank you a little bit. And I, Tommy, what a great word. Um, Lord, the one you love is blank. I love that. Mm, it's good. Well, my friend, I sure love you. I love you too. It's good doing life with you. And it's good doing life with our audience. I hope they are enjoying these. And hey, we are climbing all the way up to podcast number 100. It, we're going to get there. I'm going to predict by summertime. I, I think it's going to be a really uh, special moment to take 10 years, over 10 years for a hundred podcasts. It's quality over quantity. Well, you know what we need to do? We need to have a live podcast, a hundred podcast, a hundredth podcast with our, our audience. Maybe pick a yes. state and figure out who can come, you know? Yep. Okay. All I right. Love it. All right. I love you, buddy. Love you too. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Skit Guys Podcast is brought to you by SkitGuys.com, where you can always watch their videos for free and peruse all things Skit Guys. Tune in next week for another thrilling episode of the Skit Guys Podcast. Until then, live long and lie prostrate. <laughs>